looking back through the church's history, I think the church has this awareness that God gives us all of these many wondrous things that he calls upon us to steward. And it is then for us as his people to receive them and to offer them back to him and to then utilize them for his glory. That was the voice of Father Robert Hollett, who will be our guest today on Come Receive the Light. Welcome to another edition of our program. I'm Mike Trout, and our host is Father Christopher Metropolis, who is the president of Hellenic College and Holy Cross Orthodox School of Theology. We're on the web at myocn.net. Father Robert Hollett has served as pastor of St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in Greenwood, Virginia, not too far from Charlottesville, since its founding in 1998. He currently serves on the Council of the Metropolia of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church of the USA, as well as the Director of the Consistory Office of Stewardship. He has also served in the past on the Consistory as the Treasurer of the Metropolia. You can see a theme here, a financial theme, and as an adjunct professor at St. Sophia Seminary and St. Vladimir's Orthodox Theological Seminary. The history and importance of stewardship in the church is a particular area of interest for Father Robert, and that led to a Doctor of Ministry degree at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary in 2006, focusing on the role of stewardship in Orthodox Christianity with a particular interest on the mission parish context. This all led to Father Robert writing his first book, which was published in 2013, entitled The First and Finest, Orthodox Christian Stewardship as a Sacred Offering. Father, welcome to the program. Thank you, Father Chris. It's great to uh, have a chance to speak with you today. You've had that challenging experience that some of us have not had of starting a church in Virginia from the ground up. So I want to go there for a minute. How would you describe that experience looking back at it? and What did you learn there about stewardship? Well, I think that the term challenging uh, well describes it uh. in terms of many different uh, aspects, personally, but uh, also in terms of working with um, a small, fledgling community. And in terms of stewardship, it really was a, posed a question, a very fundamental question, because as we all know, with churches large and small, um, there are needs. There are financial needs, there are uh, practical needs, uh, space, and uh, various things that we use for uh, liturgical purposes, etc. And the question is, well, where is all this going to come from? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the, the answer to that, of course, is, well, God's going to provide, right? Uh, but the question is more so, you know, how does God provide? And, and I think the stewardship concept is, is what helps us to begin to address that question or open ourselves to how it is that God will provide for his church, and keeping in mind, of course, that it is his church, even, you know, the smallest of mission parishes. And so that was a, a really interesting uh, time or moment in, in our founding where we begin to ask that question, and, and I say we because it was uh, a process for the entire community from the beginning. And it's not only that, but it's also the fact that we have to prepare the people or prepare the hearts and the souls to receive that which God will provide, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, and, and oftentimes it's the things that we sort of expect that we think that we need, and God really knows what we need. Mm-hmm. And to be open to receive that uh, in terms of, as I mentioned, the practical things, but also the spiritual gifts, the, the people, the, the certain special blessings that 
that we could never anticipate mm -hmm. that God sends along our way. And then he gives this or sends this to it and then says, well, now take care of it, steward it, right. you know, find ways that in which this can continue to grow the church and, and to bring uh, glory to God in our in our relationship with him as a community yeah, and that, in the world. And that becomes harder and harder, I think, at least in my experience, as you go along in, in your ministry, uh, the parishes have changed, the makeup of the parish has changed, and therefore the challenge uh, is multiplied over and over again. It's not a homogeneous group that you're speaking to anymore. Have you experienced that, Father? Oh, that's for sure. And uh, that's actually part of the, the challenge, though, I think, if we're just simply open to that variety or that, those differences, that, you know, the people that that the Lord brings to us are not necessarily the ones that we expected Him to bring <laughs> That's to right. us. That's right. And and ironically, and maybe this is part of uh, the spirituality of this process, those expectations that we go into or, or we hold on to uh, have to we have to let go of those so as mm. to really be able to receive what it is that God has for us in this place and in this time and with these people, because He is present there, and it may not be. You know what the pattern was in some other place, even in the country recently, let alone what it was a hundred years ago uh, with immigrant communities. Certainly, certainly. Uh, let's look at stewardship because I think people define stewardship in different ways. How do we understand stewardship in the Orthodox Christian Church? Well, this is a really kind of a central question for me because uh, when I began to study this more thoroughly in, in the process of the DMIM program. Naturally, what we usually think of in terms of stewardship are, is the stewardship of time and talent and treasure. Mm -hmm. And those are certainly important and form kind of a good basis or starting point for things that we can grasp or get a hold of. But, you know, I think an orthodox perspective of, of this uh, takes us further. I think the time, talent, and treasure uh, thought process probably came from... Uh, you know, the stewardship uh, processes or thinking of of uh, Americans and, and Western people uh, in the 20th century. But I think looking back through the Church's history, I think the Church has this this awareness that God gives us all of these many wondrous things that He calls upon us to steward. And uh, it is then for us as His people to receive them and to offer them back to Him and to then utilize them for His glory. So I think of things like, for example, our bodies. St. Paul speaks to that, about storing our bodies. And you can't really put that in the time, talent, or treasure mm -hmm. uh, category. I mean, it, it is obviously a treasure, but, but it kind of goes beyond that. And other things like uh, our relationships, uh, we're called upon to, to steward our relationships. So thinking of this at the beginning of Great Lent, what are we doing when we forgive each other? But we're exercising stewardship in our relationships. We're, we're saying, I want to take care of this relationship because in some way I have not done well in it as a, as a steward, as a caretaker of that relationship. And so we ask forgiveness and for healing. And, uh, and certainly our relationship with God. This is the greatest gift, the greatest treasure um, that we're called upon to steward. And I would dare say even, you know, when we look at that in terms of the church, you know, the tremendous gift of, of faith, that's our very identity, and that's what we're called to steward as well. And so in a, in a church setting, and even in a mission parish setting, you know, how are we called upon to, to 
offer back to God as stewards those precious gifts and then utilize those gifts for his glory in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a broader definition or understanding of stewardship than maybe just the time, talents, and treasure. Although, again, those things are also important as well, and uh, and oftentimes a great starting point for exploring the topic. You know, Father, in your book you refer to the teaching of the early church fathers and the apostles and the centrality of stewardship in building those early churches. Do you think it's more challenging today than it was for the early church, or are challenges different and changing? Well, I think that it's equally challenging um, because, in a sense, the, ch- the challenge to live the gospel is always the same. Um, we face the same struggles that you know the the early church did uh, to be holy, and yet the Lord sends us His His gifts and His Holy Spirit to do that. But we, in different ways, we we also have great opportunities uh, today, and, and particularly in the Western world, with the freedom that we have, uh, which is another great gift that the Lord has given to us to spread the gospel, to live faithfully, to, to grow the church, to teach. Uh, and certainly even, a, you know, 25 or 35 years ago, that freedom in certain parts of the world, I think of Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. that didn't exist. And so, you know, this is a gift that's given to us that then we are called upon to be stewards of. Um, and indeed in the West, uh, the great gift of our wealth in mm-hmm. terms of just material things are also um, things that we can use to the glory of God, and I think we're called upon to do to do that for the the Christian life in our our own communities to grow, but then also for the sharing of the gospel mm-hmm. throughout the world. There seems to be a, a sort of a, a mistaken notion, uh, if you will, that stewards are those who have the financial means to give. Uh, what has your experience been? Well, certainly uh, across the board. Uh, in my experience, it's often been quite the opposite. It's the people with lesser means who have been incredibly faithful, incredibly sacrificial in their giving uh, financially, but in their giving of other ways uh, in terms of their time or, or their efforts or, or just simply their hearts in, in, in who they are and what they do. And there may be you know means for this, but, but the official studies that are out there uh, on church giving reaffirm this, that it oftentimes, and certainly on a percentage basis, it's the people with lesser means who often uh, provide, you know, this, this great spirit of giving that, that manifests or, or characterizes the church. But I'll hasten to say that, thanks be to God, there are many people who are moved in their hearts who have financial means, uh, who the Lord is calling to step up and step forth mm-hmm. and to offer those for His glory. And so that's how churches like Hagia Sophia in uh, the ancient world were built. I mm-hmm. mean, they were because people had resources and they wanted to glorify God uh, using those resources. And so, uh, thanks be to God, they they did it in the ancient world. They do it uh, in our age today. So, so certainly we can't make any kind of broad conclusion. But from the time of Christ Himself, the widow who gave you know the the might as mm-hmm. it were in, in in the temple as an example uh, of that sacrificial giving that always serves as a model for us to uh, the off- as to the offering uh, of our our finances to mm-hmm. the Lord. Okay. And being now, of course, in the blessed season of Great Lent, uh, are there any unique responsibilities here or opportunities for Orthodox Christians as it relates to their stewardship? Well, I would think of this in, in two terms. Uh, first of all, the whole series, uh, uh, the time of Great Lent, is 
according to the Holy Fathers, actually it's, it's uh, denoted as a tithe of our time. Hmm. So if you think about it, what's a tithe? If that's 10%, then roughly of the 365 days in a year, um, 10% is roughly 35, 40 days. Mm-hmm. And so they actually use that terminology, that this is a time when we tithe or we offer to the Lord in a special way, in a dedicated way, that first portion of our, our lives, which is our time, our, our hearts. And so that Great Lent uh, is a time of stewardship. It's a time of the stewardship of our time in the Church. And the other, one other aspect uh, or dimension that is very uh, uh, strongly emphasized uh, by the Holy Fathers is the whole notion of almsgiving. Mm-hmm. And in almsgiving, the whole spiritual life that comes from almsgiving is a representation of the offering of ourselves to God by the offering of that material means that we have to the poor. This becomes an offering to God, and it becomes something that that uh, brings us closer to God and uh, reflects his, his grace at work within our hearts. And so it's, and it really is part of that sacred calling to prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So almsgiving provides a, a great, a tangible opportunity to exercise a one dimension of stewardship during this time, I think. Father Robert, thank you very much for a fascinating conversation on stewardship. We wish you and your family, and of course your parish, a blessed rest of the Great Lent and a glorious Pascha. And thank you, Father Chris, and uh, our prayers are best wishes to you and yours and to those you serve um, continually and ongoing way in this holy ministry. Once again, our guest on today's edition of Come Receive the Light has been Father Robert Hollett, who is the pastor of St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in Greenwood, Virginia. I'm Mike Trout. Our host is Father Christopher Metropolis, the president of Hellenic College and Holy Cross Orthodox School of Theology. Father Hollett has drawn upon his extensive education and research to author a book entitled The First and Finest Orthodox Christian Stewardship as Sacred Offering. And we'll have a link to that book so that you can add it to your own personal library on our website, at myocn.net. That's myocn.net. This is a regular weekly broadcast provided by the Orthodox Christian Network. And until we join together again, please remember to always have faith in what you listen to. I see the world your way, and I'm not afraid to follow. I see the world your way. I'm not ashamed to say so I see the Jesus way And I'm walking in life